the thing is, as humans, what we tend to do is we tend to ignore the thing that's hardest for us. Yes, we and do. And <laughs> with the brain, it's just the opposite. You need to do what is hardest for you. Mm-hmm. So our goal is to make you understand that failure is necessary. Welcome to episode 93 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, where I speak with Donisa Walker of Learning Rx in Shreveport, Louisiana, about brain training and the importance of cognitive fitness in 2019. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Here are some key points you're going to hear about today. So Donisa shares the connection between brain training and cognitive training with physical fitness and how they work together, even though you need to focus on both separately. We discuss different tests you can take, like the Woodcock-Johnson or the Gibson tests, in order to find your cognitive baseline to help you determine where your brain strengths and brain weaknesses lie. We go through the difference between mindless games and mind-building tools and what they can do for you. If you're wondering who should really consider brain training in 2019 and why it will be very important for specific people, well, we cover that too. And whether you're considering this for your four-year-old who is a little bit all over the place or maybe you're a doctor who wants to remember more details about the patients you're seeing, there are just so many customizable program benefits. And yes, speaking of the programs, we do dive into that. We talk about the different program options, the timeframes, even the monetary amounts you need to consider so that you can reasonably see how to work this training into your lifestyle. Donisa shares quite a few personal and professional stories, including how she reads a 200 to 300 page book in a day in about 30 minutes, and how having her employees take these baseline cognitive tests have saved them some major money. Donisa has a goal this year of bringing awareness to the Shreveport Bossier area in the importance of cognitive fitness. And I know that she is going to reach so many people even outside of Shreveport Bossier, Louisiana. This interview is going to bring awareness just outside of Louisiana, outside of the Southeast, um, I just it's all over the world. There is no reason why this interview will not help you if you are considering brain training or if you're wondering why it might be important. So this interview gives you a ton of actionable items and things to take away with brain training that you can start on today. So just beginning with how to read a quick book 
And this is even important for me. I've even been able to take this action step since this interview. Over the last probably year and a half, two years in my journey, I've gotten back into reading, but a lot of what I've read has been a lot of nonfiction because I'm trying to progress my business and learn about self-development and self-awareness and how to be a better coach and a better leader. And I've really neglected reading fiction books. And after this interview, I decided I wanted to make fiction reading a bigger part of my life. So in my goal setting for 2019, I made a commitment to read more nonfiction books. And I actually am proud to say that this past weekend, I read my first nonfiction book of the year. And it was so enjoyable. I actually, <laughs> I borrowed it from my mom and it was a nonfiction or a fiction romance novel. And I actually borrowed 12 more from her so that I have a book a week to get through over the next 12 weeks. So I'm really excited about that, but enough for me. Without further delay, here is Donisa Walker. Oh, and make sure you stick around to the end because I'm gonna do a quick recap of the takeaways from this episode and then share with you what is coming up in episode 94 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. It is the Thursday after Christmas, and I'm here with Donisa Walker of Learning RX. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm excited to dive into this. How Thanks are you? for allowing me to be on. I'm very good, and you pronounced my name right. That's oh. a big deal. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, sometimes it takes a while for people to pick up on that, but my main name, O'Mahony, was really hard for people to say, so I've always been really conscious about trying to make sure I say other people's name right. So. That's good. Thank Thank you. Well, good. Well, we're going to start off with some rapid fire questions after we do a quick little like two-liner intro so that people know what Learning RX is and then we get to know you guys a little bit and then we'll dive into a little bit more info. Is that okay? Sure. Sounds great. Awesome. So Learning RX Shreveport is a brain training facility that serves children, teens, and adults who feel held back in school, work, or life maybe by something related to brain performance. And that includes memory skills, reading, attention, problem solving, or simply thinking speed. Um, Learning RX trains your brain with cognitive skills for reading, remembering, learning, and paying attention. So I feel like we're going to get a lot of knowledge dropped on us today, right? <laughs> that's what my job is, right? <laughs> right? Cognitive skills. That's yes. it. Yes. I know. And I can't wait to talk to you about that initial skill test that I took because it was harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's testing that brain, all the strengths and weaknesses of the brain. It was. It makes me uh, wonder how I'm actually testing my brain on a daily basis because it might not be enough. <laughs> it's important that we challenge our brain, you know, on and on and, and can do things that we're not used to doing because that's what challenges our brain. It makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Okay, well, we'll come back to that. Let's do some rapid fire quickly so that our okay. audience can get to know you. Sure. So where were you born and raised? Well, I'm a Texas girl, but then I married a Louisiana mm -hmm. boy, so here we are. Oh, my goodness. Where in Texas? Well, um, my daddy was a pastor, so all over Texas, but um, down in the border in the valley area, um, yeah, that's where I, I was at the beginning stages of my life. Awesome. So, I was born in Midland. Ah, you validate. <laughs> Middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Awesome. And then I know where you live now, but where do you live now for the audience? I live in Shreveport, Louisiana. So I'm married to a um, man of 22 years and he brought Aww. me over. And so here we stay. Congratulations. <laughs> That's a long time. It's awesome. Thanks. Perfect. What are you most looking forward to in the new year since we're just a couple days away? I'm looking forward to really impacting the shreveport Bossier area with uh, the cognitive function. My goal this year is really to bring awareness to the area of how important it is to have a baseline testing for yourself. And cognitive fitness needs to be as important as physical fitness because 
your brain is with you everywhere. It's true. It's true. And you're probably training your brain a whole lot more during your 24-hour day than you are actually, you know, physically moving around in the gym. Correct. And they are interactive to each other. So your brain is really important to your physical fitness and your physical fitness is really important to your brain. So those kind of go hand in hand. So it's really important to see those and see that mindset affects everything that we do in life. Absolutely. Totally agree. Okay. Favorite hobby outside of work? Reading. Would you believe that? I would, actually. <laughs> ah, yeah. I love to read. I read a book a day every day. A book a day? Yes. We're going to have to dive into that because I want to know how you do it. Yeah. I um, Really, you know, practice makes perfect. And so by reading constantly, I become very efficient at reading. So I read about a 200 to 300 page book every day. It takes about 20 to 30 minutes to do it. Oh my goodness, you're going to have to tell me how because I don't know how you get it done in that amount of time. (laughs) Just practice. All right, so favorite type of fitness? Well, obviously cognitive fitness, but as far as physical fitness goes, I would say that my favorite is actually walking. I enjoy the experience of just um, walking and um, that's a time my husband and I connect. Um, We do walk every morning and every evening and it's just a time that we, we connect. It's beautiful. It's our visiting time. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Favorite type of food? Oh, wow. Uh, Italian, probably, um, which is surprising being in Louisiana, but yeah, probably (laughs) Italian. That's my favorite. There you go. Some good pasta. Homemade pasta. I love some homemade pasta. Alfredo, probably fettuccine. Mm. That's my favorite. Love it. Love it. All right. Favorite place to travel? I love to travel. Um, I love to travel Europe. It's like one of those things. I used to take students and go to Europe every summer and oh, when cool. I was teaching. And so it's something I really love to do. So I have a goal of going back and um, traveling Italy, actually, is Ooh. one of the things I would like to do Some in the near Italian future. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to do that. I haven't actually done the Italian travel. I've done a lot of the Northern Europe, but not the Southern Europe. Amazing. I hope you get to do that soon. Me too. <laughs> what is something you have struggled with recently and been able to work through? Well, um, I've had a lot of health issues. Uh, 2018 was a very hard year for me as far as health. So um, I've had to work through a lot of health issues and changing the way that I eat, um, my nutrition. Um, I've always known that my nutrition affected my brain and my body, but I did not realize how significant fiber was to my body and to my brain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Were you, we'll have to talk about that later, Skinny Louisiana, have you heard of her? I do. I actually met her um, at a a television interview, so yeah, that's how we connected. She came and spoke at our Polka Dots meeting, Uh Um, but she's all about that fiber, so. Yeah, yeah. um, it was very cool, very, very cool. Awesome. What is exciting for you right now? Well, it's exciting for me that we have a grant here at LearningRx that everybody everybody any age could actually get a cognitive fitness test at no charge than themselves if they want to take advantage of that that's a really cool opportunity because usually that's a hundred bucks a person Um, so that's a great opportunity it's only available through March uh, which is brain awareness month Uh, but it's a great time that they can actually get that baseline that we're talking about so I'm really excited to be able to have that opportunity and to be able to say you know what it's time for you to get your baseline on I mean you know how much you weigh, right? Whether you like it or not, you know how much you weigh. Do you know how much your brain weight is? 
And so that's really I've, important. I've been told that your head weighs about like eight to 10 pounds. Right. But that's do you know how much your cognitive skills weigh each? Like what is their percentile? So oh gosh, where is it at? You know, that. uh-huh. That's <laughs> oh it. You know, there's a breakdown and you need to know exactly where your strengths and your weaknesses are so that you can do something about it. Yes. I'm, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Last rapid fire question. What are you grateful for today? I am grateful for all the blessings that I've had and particularly life um at like I almost lost my life you know in 2018 so I'm very grateful just to be alive and to wake up every morning yeah it's a perfect thing to be grateful for I know Mm -hmm. we're all pretty grateful to be here (laughs) every day at a time you know that's right one at a time well I'm excited now to do some deeper diving into some of these questions um but first I want to go back to the book a day okay how do you read it you said a two to three hundred page book in like 20 to 30 minutes yes is there a strategy to that well, yes and no. There is a strategy to it, and it is practice, practice. Your processing speed is how your brain works and how your brain processes information. And to speed your processing speed up, one of the things that you can do is speed reading. So it's one of the techniques. And um, so actually, that's what I do. I actually do it for enjoyment. Now, so when you're reading, and I say a two to 300 page uh, book, it has to be one that's an easy read. So you don't want to read, you know, um, a college level textbook. Um, <laughs> Um, because you're not going to be able to read that that quick. So that's not where you start. You start at an easy read. So you start at um, basically a children's novel if that's what you're wanting to do. You just want to start and you, that's that's the first place that you start. And you read through that very, very quickly because your brain can process those thoughts and that information very quickly. And then you accelerate that. Um, in fact, in public schools, Accelerated Reader actually has that same... Um, that's their prog- that's their purpose, you know, is to make okay. kids read to increase their fluency to do that. So they say it's called your zone of proximal development. So basically mm-hmm. this is the area you need to read in and then you grow that up by reading and doing it. So you start where it's easy, you read. You read, you read, you read, and it gets faster. So it's repetition, but starting at a sit. Yeah, you start level. at a very easy level for yourself, and then you then you read it up. Now, obviously, now I'm not reading children's novels when I say a two to three hundred page yeah. book. I'm actually reading, you know, an adult novel. But I am reading novels which are fiction because they're easier for me to process that mm-hmm. information. So that's kind of a a relaxation technique. I get in the bathtub and I lay back. I read a book and I'm done. Yeah. So thrifty peanut loves me. Thrifty Peanut? Yes. It's a store right down the street that's oh. a, a used bookstore. Oh, and okay, cool. uh, yeah, she I get 60 <laughs> books a month. I go and get 60, 60 books, books a month. 60 books a month. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. You know, I just did, one of my last episodes was on the, I think it was 21 audiobooks that I listened mm-hmm. to in 2018. You got me so beat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would slow me down if I had to listen to them. <laughs> well, for me, it speeds it up, but I think I take so much time trying to process it all, and uh-huh. none of them are fiction. They're all right. nonfiction. Yeah. So, but I think I need to incorporate some fiction to just kind yeah. of, you well, know, Well, that like speeds you said, the, the relaxation process. Right. And yeah. um, not focus so much on, like, remembering every single detail Correct. and you know learning from it and, you know it is what it is you but. take in more information you boost your vocabulary that way it's incredible so fiction actually has lots of benefits that people don't really realize and mm-hmm. reading a fiction book can actually help you process the nonfiction material faster because your processing speed is speeding up so that's fascinating well i'm now excited to start adding some fiction books to my audible collection there you go <laughs> 
Okay, so for those people who are listening who don't know what Learning RX is and why it's important to do brain training, can you give us the overview? Sure. So cognitive fitness is basically just like physical fitness before the brain. So what you want to do is you want to know where you are and you want to know what I can do about it. How can I do it now? We've seen lots of apps that are out there. We see that it's with all the talk about Alzheimer's and, you know, memory issues and dementia, we're hearing more and more about the medications and the things that you can do. But it's just the same thing. You can take medication for diabetes or you can address it with your diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a a healthy way to do it. The same thing with the brain. The brain, you can take uh, these Prevagens and these other little things, you know, memory boosters and that that are going to have some benefit. But long-term benefit, you've got to exercise the brain to grow it. So to grow memory, you have to exercise memory. We can Um, grow our memory capacities, Correct. Yes. So you have to exercise it by using it. And there's techniques to do that. And that's what we do here at Learning Rex. So you come in, we customize a program to you, and we do one-on-one individualized training to boost your particular skill sets to the level you want them to go. So if you want to be better at logic, then you can get better at logic where you can be more mathematically inclined. (laughs) Or if you want to be better at, you know, your vocabulary, then of course we work on those types of things. So it's really what you want to be better at and boosting your skill set. Okay, so you guys have people go through that baseline first, and then Mm -hmm. based on that, you give recommendations and take into account what somebody wants to focus on more. Sure, yeah, and it's really interesting because not only is your weaknesses, your weaknesses usually reflect what you feel the lack of, you know. I'll give you a prime example for me, Mm -hmm. personally. When I first um, came into Learning Rx, I had two master's degrees. Oh, wow. Um, But, you know, when you go to uh, driving, somebody say, turn north on such and such, and I would say, okay, is that right or left? I mean, I just did not have yeah. <laughs> a good compass in my brain and it was kind of a joke for a lot of people you know it's like don't tell Donnie say you know directions you know make sure you give her a map so that was a weakness yeah. that I had that frustrated me and when I did the test I actually had a visual processing weakness so it reflected and so when I addressed my weakness with one-on-one training now I understand how people have a compass in their brain because mm-hmm. now north right you know north south east west is not a left-right issue for me. Now it's something I can actually do. And you can drop me off downtown and I can figure out which direction I'm headed Mm -hmm. where I could not do that before. I would have sat down by a tree and cried. Yes. Okay. I feel like I still need a phone. I know, like (laughs) seriously. But again, we get there, right? So Mm -hmm. we get so dependent. I mean, this is one of the things that technology has done to us. It's taken away our ability to process information in the same way. For example, people used to have to remember their phone numbers, and now they don't. And so now that they don't remember the phone numbers, they're actually not training that part of the memory anymore. So that's become a weakness. And so short-term memory loss is on a rise. It's just crazy that there's things that we can actually do to make ourselves better. It's so easy. It really is. And I, I do remember like a couple phone numbers for, mm-hmm. you know, close family and mm-hmm. friends, but I don't know most, I don't know anything else. Right, that, right. So. And like, can you remember your phone number from way back before you had a cell phone? Yes, because you had to remember that, you yeah. know, but now it's, now it's something you've discarded. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those important things. Like when I tell a lot of my teenage boys that come in, you know, this is so you can remember a girl's uh, cell phone number without having to put it in your cell phone, you know? So if you, you lose your know. cell phone, you then number. you need that number, you know? <laughs> it's just kind of one of those things. Sometimes it can be really important for you to, to remember a telephone number. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. So how long has Learning Rx been here and what brought you into Learning Rx? Well, I was actually a teacher. So I had uh, taught and been a dyslexia specialist for 21 years. Oh, wow. And that was primarily because uh, of my family. I had a family history of dyslexia. So I actually studied that and became a professional in that field because of, of that family drive. And um while I was teaching, I was always fascinated with how dyslexia affected the brain and, and, and vice versa, the brain causing dyslexia, you know, that sort of thing. What, what was the root cause, you know, and studied a lot with Dr. Sally Shaywitz and a lot of her information and then Eric Carl and, you know, some of those, those different. Um, so I was looking at how can the brain change those things? And then I came into Learning Rx just because of that, the need for that. Um, there was uh, quite a few learning rec centers over in the Texas area, mm-hmm. and there were none in the state of Louisiana. And so I became fascinated with why there were none in Louisiana. So I contacted the company, and mm-hmm. essentially, long story short, 11 years later, here I am. Now, <laughs> 11 this years. Been here for 11 years. It has been. This is my, um, yeah, 11th year um, going ongoing right now. So um, we're about, I guess, 10 and a half in. Awesome. <laughs> so the 11th year, yeah. So you've been doing all of this specialty brain training for 11 years. Now I know how you can recite all of the presidents backwards. <laughs> uh, forward and backward. Yeah, you got to do them quickly, right? Yes. yes. Oh my goodness. I'm still, I got to work on that. I need one of those rulers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a better technique. It's called visualization. And that was actually my weak skill. Remember, we talked about visualization mm-hmm. being my weak skill. That was actually my weak skill. And so ultimately, it would have led to me having memory difficulties as I aged. But because I addressed that, then I won't struggle as much with the memory difficulties. Gotcha. As I age. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So let's dive into the baseline. Sure. Because I know we've already talked a little bit about, you know, how technology has its downfalls and we mm-hmm. don't want to be on, you know, technology computers or cell phones all the time. But the baseline test I took was on a computer. Sure. So do you guys have different baseline tests on the, sure. you know, physical and some right. are, I guess, tangible. We have, we have one-to-one testing here. We use the Woodcock-Johnson, which is uh, a test that's outside Learning Rx. We also use the Gibson test, which is the, the Gibson okay. that you mm-hmm. took. Um, so there are different tools that you can use for a cognitive assessment. Basically, they're IQ test. Mm-hmm. And an IQ is simply just telling you where your strengths and weaknesses are. We're not focused on the number, the IQ number, mm-hmm. although on average we boost the IQ number by 21 points. Mm-hmm. But we don't focus so much on the number as it is on the skills so you have an IQ is just an average of your skill set and so it's equals a certain number and if you boost the skill set then you boost the IQ so you boost the number so ultimately what we're looking at is which of those skill sets is weak is your skill set a weak long-term memory or short-term memory Mm -hmm. or neither is it logic and reasoning where it affects your mathematical processes and and affects your you know uh, sense of organization and you're planning, you know, or is, are you strong in that area? And we can visual processing like I was, or some people struggle with auditory processing. They don't take in sound very easily and they have a harder time with that processing. And so reading is difficult or more difficult for them. Um, and listening and taking in lectures is, mm-hmm. is not easy for them. So they're probably not listening to podcasts <laughs> because it's different. <laughs> and that's actually one of the ways that you train your brain is by listening to it. 
the thing is, as humans, what we tend to do is we tend to ignore the thing that's hardest for us. Yes, we do. And <laughs> with the brain, it's just the opposite. You need to do what is hardest for you. Mm-hmm. So our goal is to make you understand that failure is necessary. Failure is something that we actually want you to experience because you learn from your mistakes. And those mistakes take you to the next level. I have to agree. I, I'm really good at putting together to-do lists, but then I have noticed that I will go through and I'll pick off all of the easy items on my list first to like get the satisfaction of checking them off and then mm-hmm. getting them to go. And then I'm like, all right, that hard thing, that thing that I think is, in, you know, I'm perceiving it to be hard is now mm-hmm. I have to knock it out. <laughs> right. It's either avoidance or procrastination, right? You know, yes. you don't want to do it. I hate accounting, you know, but I do it because I know that that's necessary mm-hmm. for me to do. It would be much easier for me as a business owner to hire an accountant, right? right? But by doing so, then I, you know, don't have the benefit. Now, do I have an accountant who overlooks my things and makes sure I'm doing it right? Absolutely. But at the same time, as I push myself through it, because that challenges my brain, to that next level it's like why well, i have a lot of elderly people will say well isn't crossword puzzles good for my brain well yes but are they difficult for you to do because if they're not then it's better for you to do sudoku you know oh. it's better for you to challenge your brain in the area that is more difficult mm-hmm. than it is for you because that's when your brain actually makes new synaptic pathway growth and it makes perfect sense because it's the same as when you're in the gym if you are Correct. going into the gym and doing the same exercises with the same weights day in and day out you're not going to see any progress because you're not taxing your muscles you're not breaking down the muscle fiber they don't have to rebuild the, mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense <laughs> yeah, I, I told you, it's just like a gym for the brain. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. And that's the cool part of it. It's like it's so relatable when you think of it as mm-hmm. someone who is good at that. Yeah. yeah. So that brings me into the different types of tools that you guys mm-hmm. use. Okay, mm-hmm. so you have Sudoku and you have crosswords. What what other kinds of materials do you use here? And what can people kind of start picking up and thinking like, oh, this is you know not just mindless. This is actually mind building. Right. So we have a combination. So Learning RX uh, actually has a, a series of exercises and sequenced you know programs that have been written by the founders and the franchisees and the people who are part of Learning Rex who are constantly growing the process. And that's a constant growing thing. So we have hundreds of exercises that you cannot go and purchase anywhere. Okay. So when you come here, you're working. (laughs) Yeah. When you come here, you're going to work on our exercises, you know, one-to-one. But in addition, we also encourage the use of board games and the use of digitals because that's what you have at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what is the value of someone who's struggling with logic and reasoning? I mean, good old tic-tac-toe, checkers, connect four. Those are great ways to challenge your brain. You probably avoid those like the plague when you have a weak logic and reasoning because you don't want to do that. But those are actually things that challenge you and can take you to the next level. So when you're looking at that, we have digital um, pieces that are available. We have the one-to-one training. We have, you know, the the tools that we can say, here are some regular over-the-counter games that you can use. Here are some apps that you can use. So ours is kind of a full focus. We want to look at you as an individual and say, what do you need in your lifestyle? Because it's got to fit Danny's lifestyle. It's got to fit, you know, whoever's lifestyle, what they're doing, or they're not going to continue it. And so we want this mm, to be cognitive sense. fitness, mm-hmm. not just a one-time, one-shot thing. Right. This mm-hmm. is not a Band-Aid. This is a let's figure right. out how to make it long-term sustainable and be a part of your lifestyle. Right. And it has to be or you won't do it. 
makes perfect sense. And that's mm-hmm. the same again. <laughs> it's the same with fitness. If you don't enjoy the workout and the exercise or the instructor mm-hmm. or right. the same way of accountability, you're not going to go back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so true. Yeah. <laughs> that's why the Zumba video is still sitting up in my closet. Oh, are you not a Zumba fan? Well, actually, I am a Zumba fan, Just but the problem was I decided instead of doing it with a group that I would do it at home and bought the video and just, you know, have some neighbors over and it doesn't work out like that because timing no. and stuff, you know, yeah, it just never does, you know, and the accountability factor is big. I mean, honestly, accountability is a big part and it is here too. That's the mm-hmm. reason why we have the one-to-one brain training is because then you have a coach yep. who's going to meet you and then you have that accountability factor for mm-hmm. that coach. And so that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Can you walk us through what maybe a typical program looks like when it's set up? You know, is this like a once a week thing or is this like a, you know, a three month program or what does that look like? Well, the really cool part of it is because it is all individualized. It can be one time a week or it can be five times a week. Okay. It can be that you do it for six weeks or it can be that you do it for 36 weeks. So those are all part of the personalized choices. So when you come in and you do your initial assessment, which takes about an hour and a half, then you come over and you meet with me and we go over what those are and what you want, what your goals are and what your long-term plans are. And then we customize that plan. So every plan that we have here is customized and individualized. So that is not, uh, that's from the monetary point of view to the, the time commitment point of view. I mean, everything. So there's no two plans that are exactly alike here. Okay, and that's mm-hmm. good to know. And mm-hmm. will you cover a little bit of, you know, what maybe a typical time commitment or monetary commitment looks like for people who are listening and they're interested? Sure. So you can, uh, the, the like I said, the monetary commitment can have a pretty wide spread. It can go from like $500 to $17,000. I mean, that's that's uh-huh. how big a spread, no total, for oh. your, to- your, your program. Oh, okay. So it could be in, as far as a monthly payment plan, we have payment plans if you want to put it on payment plans. So, I mean, it's really personalized. Everything mm-hmm there is personalized so it just depends on what you choose so um let's say like a, a midline or an average plan that mm-hmm. a, a customer for an adult would be around the $2,500 mark okay. and that would uh, be 32 uh, one individualized hours as well as you know the add-ons that we do so if you're doing that then it could be that you do that um for you know 21 sessions of an hour and a half or you okay. could be 32 sessions of one hour or I mean, you could come once a week. You could come five times a week. Again, there it's yeah. infinite because you can personalize it to you. So how quick do you want this fitness to happen? Is this a more of a fat camp version where you write, <laughs> I, I want my fat brain to be, you know, a lean brain and a, you know, a fit brain really quick? Yeah, you can go from fat brain to, to, to fit brain. You know, that's one of those things well, that you can do. That, fat huh? brain to fit brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's possible that you can do that, you know. But you just really have to choose what you want it to be and what you want it to feel like for you. And what are you trying to address? Are you trying to address attention issues or you, you've become the sticky note queen and you want to change that? I mean, what are you trying to address so that you can personalize that? That's so interesting. Okay, so now what... Oh, how do I want to word this? What would people usually come in for? Like, I know I listed off a couple of those things mm-hmm. that are on the site, but can mm-hmm. you give us some scenarios? Because my thought is that people probably don't think of, I need to do this regularly. They probably initially think, like, oh, I have to do this if I have an issue, if I have a concern that needs to be fixed. So sure. what are scenarios, what are things people should look for in their lives to think of, 
oh, maybe some brain training would assist that before it becomes a problem. Well, and a lot of things that we see, depending. So we see people who have traumatic brain injury Mm -hmm. and we see people who have dyslexia and attention issues, you know, because we start working at age four all the way through adult. We see a lot in our adult population of people who are starting to struggle with memory mm-hmm. or they're not as quick. Their processing speed is not as quick as it used to be. So they could be a, a doctor in the field who is, you know, working, but they be, they see their patient. And they're like, oh, I don't recall everything about this patient like I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't re- those things are just not as quick. So they may come in for enhancement, you know, to, okay. to take that skill set back up to them. Or it can be someone who's starting to um, just have some fuzziness, you mm-hmm. know, in their thought processes. And they want to make sure that n- nothing bigger is going on. So that that can be a part of it. Um, for children uh, who need brain training, it's basically um, whether you want a higher ACT score or you want to address uh, where learning can be easier and fun. So, um, you know, I always loved school. I thought school was great. <laughs> My husband and I talk about it all the time. He hated school. You know, it was something that he did with an endurance, and the only reason he stayed in was because of football. Well, I hate that. I hate that he didn't think that learning was a fun experience for him. And, you know, after we got together and I, you know, expressed to him how much fun learning could be, he went back and got his college degree and is now thinking about going and get his, his master's now that he's retired from wildlife and fisheries, you know. So he's, he's had a career and now he's actually considering, hey, I want to go back and get my master's degree. I want to go on and do so. I think it's all individual, mm-hmm. you know, to what you what you want uh, and what your focus is. And are you wanting fitness? Are you wanting a boost? Are you wanting to get out of the current career plan you're in and get to the next level is it been too many years since you've gone to college and you want to go back to college mm-hmm. and you need to get your brain kind of back in that zone you yeah. know mm-hmm. I know the next you know educational step for me if I wanted to would be to go back and get a master's mm-hmm. in sure mm-hmm. I have no desire to take that GRE I don't want yeah. to do it no right. desire I do enjoy learning but I don't want to go back and take that test because I feel like it's full of those you know the mathematical equations and reading things and science things that I, I was probably really good at going through high school and maybe right. still in college, but now like I haven't done it in so long. Sure. I don't want to take the time to go back and do that. But it sounds like this would be something to assist if you, you know, like the ACT, right. the GRE, something mm-hmm. like that, that you have to go back and take similar to your husband. I did not enjoy college. <laughs> I enjoyed the classes that were very hands-on. So my mm-hmm. hospitality classes where I was in a kitchen or in a right. hotel and like learning something or in my ROTC classes where I was right. actively doing something. Right. But if I couldn't find a really good reason yeah, or that the class was going to benefit my life, I could not remember things to save my life. Yeah. <laughs> so. so so doing the, the assessment, as you say, and mm-hmm. understanding where your strengths and weakness lie and say, okay, now I can change that. And therefore my learning experience can be a more fun, engaging learning experience. Mm-hmm. You know, statistics wasn't my favorite class. I had to take <laughs> it because I was becoming a reading specialist. But it was not my favorite class because mathematics was not my funnest you know, mm-hmm. that's not, not something I enjoyed. But now looking back and I'm like, how good was that for me? Mm-hmm. It was really good for my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, and back to that baseline test. I don't know if I was having an internet issue or if I just mm-hmm. didn't understand the instructions because I felt like there were some sections that had instructions and then some that didn't and so in my head I'm like oh my gosh am I supposed to figure out which section which of these shapes are different or which one comes next in the series and like I have no idea so I'm really interested to see what my results were because in my in my 
brain, I'm kind of panicking that I did terribly. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm intrigued to see where where I might lie or if it really was an internet issue. I'm kind of hoping it was an internet issue. Uh, I can blame something else for my... Well, the whole thing about it is, and see that, that in and of itself that you have questions about whether there was directions and those things that were, those are things that, that ladies say, okay, well, I actually struggled more than I thought I would struggle taking this. And so you can say, well, maybe this is a good measure of me or maybe I need to have a one-to-one test. Maybe I need to, you know, to get the full body of, of where I am. Maybe a digital intervention, digital intervention is not the best for me maybe I need that Mm one-to-one and so that's kind of the the lay of the land when we talk about those scores and say you know look at this if this was not your feel-good place then we can put you in a feel-good place but ultimately you need to be able to do both Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it makes sense um what um oh the so there's the one-on-one brain training and Mm -hmm. the tutoring Mm -hmm. but you guys also do like some group you know, yeah, so we, we have this experience that we enjoy, um, which is just uh, the last Tuesday of the month, we have an opportunity for people to come out here and work out with us. And um, it's basically a cognitive fitness circuit. So rather than you work in one-to-one with a brain trainer, we actually set up a circuit and you move from station to station and work. Mm-hmm. So a little bit different, more like a curves okay. <laughs> versus a one-to-one trainer where you just move from, from station to station where you're working that out or if you were going to a gym and just working independently on the machines instead Mm -hmm. of with a personal trainer that's kind of like what we offer on the last Tuesday of the month we offer that in the mornings okay Mm -hmm. from 1130 to 130 okay perfect now for people that don't live in Shreveport Bossier what would be a good option for them well there's lots of choices so there may be a learning rx in your area so that's one that you can call Mm -hmm. um and find out now in the state of Louisiana unfortunately we're the only lonely um (laughs) yeah it's kind of like going a long distance contact me right yeah absolutely that's an opportunity if it's something that you think your area needs then definitely give me a call and I'll help you hook up and, and get yeah. one for your area but there's also uh, sometimes there's individualized coaches um, that are in an area so like in Hammond Louisiana we have um, someone who's a, a private coach who does the learning rx methodology but she does it on a private basis just okay. um, so um, Debbie Hart there Lane um, and that's that's an opportunity that people have but there's also opportunities like I said of doing digital apps that are out there that you can do um, there's some really good apps that are available nowadays um, with brain training you know uh, fit brain and some of those that are really really good um, brain HQ I mean there's some really good apps that are out there um, to use and there's always the traditional uh, board games and activities that you can do also and we do have some of those materials that uh, we will give to people at no cost we have links on our website that they can go and download like a, a game pack um, oh, at no cool. cost and um, also we have an awesome digital component called um, brain skills mm-hmm. and um, you can purchase brain skills and you have access for one year um, cost is around the $500 mark for that but you have access for one year to that prop and it's individualized to you so that's kind of a cool component mm-hmm. also because you can do that anytime you want to how does that, so is it an app? It is an app or a, um, on, you can do it on a computer, um, the, a computer game, but brainskills.com. You can purchase it directly through them, brainskills.com, or you can call us and um, we can, you know, hook you up where you can get it set up for you and individualized to you. 
Mm-hmm. So how does it become individualized to the person? Well, the interesting thing is um, the computer, the program itself actually gr- uh, speeds you up and sends you up to uh, higher levels based on how your performance is. Okay. So, so it's not very like similar a, to a lot of the apps. So everybody starts at the same place and it kind of adapts as you go. Correct. If you purchase it directly through the program, yes. That's how that works. If you do it here after you've had a test, then we actually individualize by turning games on and off and that sort of thing. Gotcha. mm -hmm. Super cool. Um, So you mentioned going through some health issues this Mm -hmm. year. And so I'm assuming that you've used a lot of, you know, the Learning RX facilities to mm-hmm. help you through that. Do you, is that something you'd like to talk about? Sure. Well, I basically had an unexpected outcome to a surgery. It was supposed to be a minor procedure and um, essentially they nicked my colon. And so that kind of uh, sent me into sepsis. And that's very dangerous uh, for your whole body, including your brain. Um, and it also causes, you know, uh, you to have a lot of antibiotics that you have to be, a lot of drugs in mm-hmm. your system, you know, uh, pain drugs and and those all affect your brain. They all affect your body. And so I had to go through basically detoxing my body and my brain, as well as brain fitness, uh, doing training for myself so that I didn't get brain fog that comes. So um, one of the things that we uh, call chemo fog when people go through chemo mm-hmm. um, is actually more prevalent than people realize because a lot of people walk in chemo fog all the time due to drugs due to medications that they're on and they don't realize that those things are actually toxic mm-hmm. um, and that they have carrier drugs that are in them. So not all drugs are just that drug. They're combined with carrier drugs that actually leave things behind in your brain. And so detoxing your brain and getting those things out and making sure that you are, you know, not walking around in a chemical fog from medication on board is a big factor. In, in health. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. Can you explain what sepsis is for anybody that doesn't know? Yeah, sepsis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sepsis is basically when um, your bo- your entire body is poisoned. So basically when they nicked my colon, the uh, bacteria and stuff that's healthy for your colon is not healthy for the rest of your body. For your abdominal oh. cavity, it attacks it. So basically it gets loose in your abdominal cavity or, you know, in your body, goes through your bloodstream and it can actually kill you. Um, so that was one of the things God was very good to me and uh, helped that, you know, that those things did not send me yeah. into a, a serious downward spiral, but um, it was a long journey. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know because I think that happened earlier this year and I don't think I met you until maybe a couple like a yeah. month or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. It happened in, uh, in May at the end of May. So, uh, when all that was happening and what was supposed to be, like I said, a two day, you know, procedure and, uh, you know, just in and out, you know, type of thing ended up, uh, well, I, um, it was about November before I was back in the office, um, on a full time, you know, so well, we are so grateful that you are here and healthy and happy today. And yes. I mean, honestly, nobody would know that you've been through a bunch of crazy health issues this year because you are so vibrant and energetic. And oh, that's sweet. Thank well, you, you just wouldn't know. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so I'm sure you had, you know, some a bunch. Do you take a baseline like frequently to keep a measurement of where you are? When or? you have those serious things. So um, all of my employees here come, you know, they have a baseline before they, as pre-employment. That's a requirement. Which um, is cool because you told me a story 
story last week of how that helped one of your employees. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's critical. You just don't realize. I I, I actually had a surgery a year ago on my arm, and um, Jean, my one of my employees, she actually had had her baseline. She was on her way to bring me food, and she got rear-ended. And she, when she did, she got, um, you know, a concussion and whiplash Mm -hmm. and she, the doctors cleared her and said she could come back. And she's like, I just don't feel like myself. And I said, well, it's time for us to do another uh, cognitive test to see where you are. We did the cognitive test and we saw that she had lost function. Mm -hmm. In other words, her short term memory had really, really suffered. And that's why she was feeling that, that difference. So she was able to go back to the attorneys and the doctors and say, look, there really was a difference. And in turn, be able to to force that uh, insurance company to actually pay for her intervention here mm-hmm. um so she did go through intervention and got back full function and uh, which Thank is goodness. incredible because i mean she's she's in her 60s and so to be able to go from limited function to full function within just a few weeks is incredible yeah. and for me the same type of thing you mm-hmm. know going through um the sepsis and uh the chemical bath of your brain that she went through mm-hmm. from being mm-hmm. And, you know, so much medication on board. It was important for me to do the brain training. And so that was something that I engaged right away, did a test to see, you know, where my where my struggle was. And it was in my processing speed. My processing speed had really suffered. And I, going back to the book thing, I could tell because I wasn't able to read a book a night. I mean, oh, it was taking me like for me, that, that was a big factor. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was taking me three or four days to read a book that I'm usually used to reading in one night. One night yeah. And that was incredibly difficult for my brain to handle. I was like, wow, I'm really suffering here. And, you know, all the excuses that get on board. But going back and I was like, I know what to do. I know that I need to get in and I need to do processing speed training. And so I did. I engaged. I got uh, one of my trainers who personally trained me. I got fit again. And now I can, you know, be back to doing the things I do. Super cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Fitness is important. Absolutely. Now, for anybody who's worked with you guys before and then maybe took a break, can they re-contact you guys? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like just through like phone calls and kind of do like a sure. check-in through the internet or anything like right. that? Yeah, we always have boosters. And the really cool thing is um, once you have have already gone through a program, then your intervention uh, costs are a lot less as oh, far as that because they're like half price because you're coming in and you're actually, you know, just boosting your skill set back up and you already have your kit and your tools and everything like that that you purchased in your initial program. So it really makes that, you know, cost efficient and effective for people to do that. So if somebody doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily live here, but they came in for some initial training, they can keep checking in. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we even give a program maintenance. When someone graduates, we give program maintenance that tells them what things they need to do to maintain their lifestyle at home because we want this to become a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether they're doing it with us or not. You know, I don't go to the gym uh, every day. I don't, um, you know, do that. Um, and, and I understand in lifestyle, that's not always feasible for you to go and do brain workouts every day with a personal trainer. It just doesn't work, <laughs> you know. But once you understand how the fitness is for you to continue that as a lifestyle, mm-hmm. you can do that because you've learned how to. Definitely. Mm-hmm. 
So what's coming up for you guys? What's exciting for Learning Rx up in the future? Uh, we have quite a few things uh, <laughs> going on. We have um, Brain Awareness Weeks coming up in March, so that's kind of an exciting you know, time and, and lots of things that are happening. One of the cool things we have is we have Mommy and Me classes. Mommy okay. and Me classes, we're going to do a special offering um, for um, parents to bring their toddlers out, their three and four-year-olds um, who are getting ready for school mm-hmm. and actually learn how to do brain training with your child and so that's going to be a cool experience for for people to get to do we are going to have some open houses and some um you know visits with our local physicians and things like that we have president's day which is amazing in february (laughs) and so much fun uh where we actually have the students come out and say their presidents and um, we have competition and we give away presidential dollars and we have yeah we have the life-size donald trump statue you know we have lots of fun (laughs) that they can come out and um and do that and enjoy you know that experience for them so those are some just some of the fun things that we have in the new year that are really exciting awesome i'm super excited to start attending some of these because i the more i look into it the more i'm like oh my goodness danny you really need some brain training (laughs) (laughs) i have too much going on to not be making this a part of my fitness right so. and that's the whole thing is that stress and over scheduling is something that leads to brain weakness mm-hmm. and so if you know that you're going to be stressed and our lifestyle is yes, and you is. know <laughs> that we're going to be using technology and we're going to mm-hmm. and we know that we're going to over schedule ourselves because it's what we do right oh, especially so those of us who are moms and you know we're doing all those things so if you know all that's going to be happening then what can you do about it to go ahead and be preventative Mm -hmm. you know go ahead and and make that measure and don't wait and be you know a reactive person but go ahead and Mm -hmm. say I need to take time for myself and do these things that are going to help me stay fit Mm -hmm. you know mentally fit so that I don't go through those depressions and things when I'm too stressed and I'm you know feeling too much but Mm -hmm. yeah that's really important out of curiosity mentioned like screen time Mm -hmm. do you use any of those special uh, like blue light blocking glasses or I mean do you have any thoughts on those I feel like they're really popular right now mm-hmm. I'm just curious well there's are. great benefit to those especially if you're going to have sustained time because actually they have determined that the blue light does cause damage to the the retina mm-hmm. so that's where that a lot of that is coming from is that there's actually change in visual focus and so yes there's benefit to those um you you need to make sure that you're using an authentic uh version and not just uh as you say some of those that are just popular and and don't have good value well there's some that you can find at like home depot for 20 bucks but i also don't know how good they are right but then there's some online for hundreds of dollars so like what's the happy medium yeah and and there is value in those the the main thing is look at the research behind them and look at the the validation of that particular pair because as you say the dollar store has them for five bucks you know (laughs) so are you gonna you're gonna get a five dollar pair you know are you gonna are you gonna invest a little more it's your eyes Mm -hmm. so long term what do you want you know and think about the use of that being the same thing as if you were staring at the sun Mm -hmm. well you know that that's dangerous okay so you're doing the same thing you're staring at uv light basically and that's what the blue light is doing for your eyes so you need to be super careful and take care of those things that god's given you 
Very true. Very mm-hmm. true. All right. Well, as we're wrapping things up, I have to know where can our listeners find you guys, follow you, connect with you? Where can they find out all the information and details about the upcoming events? Okay. Lots of different places. We have blogs and Facebook and LearningRx website. So LearningRx.com is fabulous. The website is, you know, uh, it's huge. Backslash Shreveport if you want to find things out locally. So LearningRx.com backslash Shreveport. Okay. We also have Facebook, which is LearningRx of Shreveport Bossier. Um, we have um, several different ways that like they can email us report.la at learningrx.net um, they can get that uh, obviously a phone call is always obviously a good way to get it that's <laughs> yeah. 318-797-8523 hopefully you'll be able to post all these different things absolutely everything will be in the show notes yeah so lots of great things and lots of great ways and um really cool thing that you can do is you can actually sign up we have two um tools that are out there we have uh the brain health magazine that you can sign up to receive and we also have brain buzz which is a digital um monthly uh actually it's about bi-monthly isn't it so we have a bi-monthly that you can actually get that talks about brain health and the greatest things you know around that month so there's lots of tools that are available there. Awesome. So mm-hmm. that sounds like we can find you everywhere. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much available. Good, good. Okay, so as you know by now, this podcast is all about providing the resources for mm-hmm. fitness, food, and travel. Mm-hmm. And travel, in this case, not necessarily meaning on a vacation, but we're so busy, we're mm-hmm. overbooked, <laughs> right? right. Um, we need to figure out how to maintain our daily lives while it's still busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is one piece of actionable advice that you could offer our audience today Um, that they can implement into their life immediately to improve their overall health. Well, this may be surprising to everybody because I am talking about cognitive fitness, but as I tell all of my students who come here, water for the brain is like gasoline for your car. So one of the things that everyone can do because we are all um, not taking in enough and we need to be taking in water regularly because it's really important for the brain Mm -hmm. so I think that's a really important piece that you know make sure your nutrition is good for your brain it's good for your body because it's a really big factor to your building blocks Mm -hmm. and then the the big piece of actual advice I would say is be deliberate be deliberate about how you're affecting be deliberate about how you're using your technology how you're you know using nutrition all of those things are affecting your brain health and and the person you are today affects the person you'll be in the future no matter what age you are my dad used to tell me when I was little you know Donisa you're the mother of the girl or the woman that you're going to become and I was like oh you know whatever because that's so deep but it it really is true right now you are the mother of the person that you will become so you're making choices right now that are going to affect the person that you're going to become and that's at all ages Mm -hmm. so at all ages you are affecting your future so make choices and be deliberate with those choices oh that's so good thank you thank you so much everything that you have brought to this podcast today has been fabulous so many good stories i mean so many things that people are just going to be able to take away whether they come in or now they know that they can implement them into their life i'm just really grateful for you today so thank you so much for having me well thanks for allowing me to come on i really enjoy sharing my passion yes is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience today before we close out i think that if everyone goes into the new year with a plan to be deliberate and that they want to get out there and if you know someone who's struggling then help them find the resources because you see people all the time struggling and reach out 
Beautiful. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here with us today. Just like Donisa said, if you know somebody who is struggling with anything that we talked about today, please share this podcast with them. And don't just share it with them, actually explain them why you think this podcast is important for them so that they understand why they should listen to it. Um, That will truly help them out and it'll help our podcast audience grow and reach more people because we're here to change lives and um, this is just one of many, many resources. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful and safe Happy New Year, and actually, I think you guys will be listening to this after the New Year. So, hindsight, (laughs) y'all have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. What an amazing episode. Thank you so much again, Donisa, for taking time out of your week to speak with me. Here are eight key takeaways I want to touch on for you guys to remember from this episode. Number one. Training your brain is just as important as getting to the gym and doing some type of physical fitness each day. Number two, no matter how old or young you are, you can continue to grow your memory capacity and train different areas of your brain like logic or vocabulary. Number three, stress and overscheduling leads to brain weakness. So as we are starting our new year fresh, Take a look at your schedule, and if you recognize that you are already exhausted, then be proactive and take some things off of your schedule. Number four, consider some blue light blocking glasses to help with your eyes when staring into your phone or computer screens all day long. Let's be real, that's most of us. Number five, boost your vocabulary and word processing speed by reading fiction books. Number six, Take a baseline cognitive test now because you never know when that is going to be a great tool to fall back on. Number seven, water for the brain is like gasoline for your car. Drink more and your brain health will soar. Number eight, be deliberate about how you are using technology and nutrition. You are the parent of the person you are going to become, so be deliberate about the choices you make today because they are going to affect your future, whether you like it or not. Those are my key takeaways from today's episode. I certainly hoped you all enjoyed that. As for the upcoming podcast episodes, I'm almost finished really planning out my next 12-week year, and that's something I want to go over with you guys. So the next episode, which will be Wednesday, because podcast episodes come out on Mondays and Wednesdays, we're going to go over what worked and what didn't as far as health, fitness, and wellness in 2018 so that I can then... Um, share with you what I plan to move forward with in 2019 as far as taking the things from 2018 that worked and, and, you know, continue to implement those and then changing up some of the things that didn't work. So if you are looking for actionable things to implement into your 2019 year and trying to understand what maybe won't work for you because it didn't work for somebody else, then I highly recommend that you subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss that episode when it comes out. Thanks so much for listening. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. If you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey, then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. 
This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms. So make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most. And if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes. Give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.